Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Doodly-doo, just flying along, because I'm a superhero who likes to sing songs. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> A woman in trouble. Uh, have no fear, miss. I'm on my way. Fiend, hands off her. I will stop you by the power of rolling in the gig. Hear this. Hello, I'm Ken Brown, and as the Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, I welcome you to our table. Team, please introduce yourselves. Who do you? Um, hello, hello there. My name is Arcos Passaro. I'm an Alacocra monk from the Sanctuary of Okaido. I am the Ringer of Alarm Bells and the Protector of Young Cassie, and I am portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Trevor Ironjaw. Forge Cleric, infused with the power of a being of flame to become an instrument of justice for the people. Portrayed by Brad Konow. Thank you, gentlemen, and thank you for joining us. Welcome back to Riven, and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. It's Ken, your Game Master here, and on behalf of the Rick Geek family, we beseech thee, if we are pleasing to thine ear holes, please check out Rolling in the Geek on Patreon, and please rate or review us on Apple Podcasts or whichever listening platform you favor. It helps get more people at our table, and we can never have too many cooks in our kitchen. Now, back to three guys screaming at numbered shapes for not helping them enough. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The team have adventures separately where they meet with important people to them. Harkos meets with Cassie, whom he finds playing with other kids, but is able to call her over, and she lovingly hugs him. They converse, and eventually Cassie asks a hard question of Harkos. She asks if he thinks that he killed the monster that took her dad, which Harkos nicely says that he thinks he did. She gives him the ball, the old red ball that the two of them played with before, and leaves. Harkos turns to walk away and finds a small leather pouch on the ground with shattered pieces of an egg and a message written in orange saying, Pieces mended. Back together. Speak a message for one person. Trevor 
with a hugely bad idea, meets with Faden. <gasps> and after catching up with him, he wants to perform a ritual that he thought of to try and infuse the dragon rock into his hammer. Faden, smartly, gets dressed in bomb disposal gear, and Trevor begins the ritual. <clears throat> the dragon rock on the anvil melts and forms into what appears to be dragon wings, and then infuses itself into the runes and scroll work in the hammer. After the ritual is done, Faden looks dazed and stunned. And after trying to rouse him, Trevor finds that Faden's missing eye has become a glowing white orb, which disappears quickly, and then Faden seems fine. After a couple of days, the priest is deemed clear of all corruption, and they gather all important parties to perform the annulment. It goes off without a hitch, after which Melia banishes Elian from the city of Iron's Edge, ending in applause from the gathered townsfolk. After some commotion, Jorik comes through the crowd, and eventually takes a knee in front of the mural of Lathander, and says that Lathander himself had spoken to him, and that he told them that they need to purge the mine. And that is where we pick back up. And Brad can right, stop bitching that's at me what happened. about uh, being on a cliffhanger. So I forgot that's how that ended. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. I dropped a good one on you there. Don't you know? <sighs> Don't you know? Oh, that was a good one there. So, uh... Trap trapped a good one like old shark. Never mind. No, that is. <laughs> oh. I don't know what's happening, but I feel like I shouldn't like it. <laughs> it was it was part it was of a our, long it was, drive to Vegas. It was, it was a very long was a drive. Very, it was a very long drive to Vegas, and there was a lot of stupid, <laughs> stupid things that happened along the way. Much to the gotcha. Amber's collective displeasure. Yeah, they were not thrilled with us. We were thrilled. We had boss battles and mini bosses, and, <laughs> <laughs> and none of it was D and D at all. It was it was just a lot of stupid, a whole lot of stupid. Okay, <laughs> it was like a new voice every hour. So we we tried to hold that voice for a whole hour. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, Charlene, that 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 voice. <laughs> oh God, it's burned uh, burned into my psyche. <laughs> so that was where we pick back up. Uh, so Jorik has just burst through the crowd and then took a knee in reverence to Lathander. And for some reason, I keep on almost saying Pelor, and it's fucking with me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it takes a it takes a knee. We love Pelora down in the creek. <laughs> oh God, don't no. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, we owe so much money already. Oh, oh Jesus! <laughs> Think of the hashtags we can use. I just listened to that one today, so it's why. <laughs> uh, but I. Uh, <laughs> he bursts through the crowd and, and takes a knee in, in, in the temple and, and tells you that Lathander had spoken to him. So uh, that is the moment that we pick back up. Jorik, I'm, I'm not, I'm not one to interfere with the gods will, but did, 
Did we not have a discussion about the sleep that you needed? I, you you, you I, sound you sound crazy. I know you didn't go in the mines before, but I've been down there twice in two days. Uh, are you going to get angry about the time frame again? Because uh, probably I listened to that been, snippet and you did it's not been sound happy. Rough. I was not. Trevor has a very bad internal clock. <laughs> this, is, this is a very fourth wall breaky self-aware episode, apparently. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, well, you, uh, you know, me, guys, why don't we? I don't think we should probably talk about this in front of all the townspeople. So why don't why don't we reconvene back at the back at the barracks? Or somewhere else. Okay. I mean, you're you're the one who burst in here, but yes. I mean, sure. I am the prophet, <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> right. Going to be one of those days. Got it. Yes. Back to your office and hoody-hoo. <laughs> uh, or at the very least, it should be somewhere more private, I think. And it, as you look behind him, there's like 150 pairs of eyes and then one from Faden. <laughs> fucking jackass you sir are a jackass <laughs> that took me a second <laughs> I'm in a mood wow. I'm in a mood God. <laughs> fucking oh, apparently boy. we all are what's up Brad I think Brad's pretty I'm... even keel right now yeah, Trevor ain't said shit. It's kind of annoying. That's that's because Brad actually has sleep today. So, <laughs> so Trevor doesn't need to speak. Uh, um, yeah, yes, perhaps someplace more private, I suppose. Okay, uh, all right, I'm coming back through, everybody. All right, move it, move it. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! That's my foot. Get off of it. Thank you. All right, so you guys make it through the crowd. Uh, who do you want to join you for this uh, <laughs> oh, clandestine meeting? Shit. Son of a... Ah, <sighs> uh, Arcos, everything, everything all right there? I've never no. heard you cuss that much. <laughs> There's a lot happening. <laughs> <laughs> Jorik, we'll, we'll catch up with you in, in a few minutes. We uh, have, uh, Trevor and I have to see Elian to the edge of town. Oh, yeah, 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 that's important. Dick. Yeah. Oh. I mean, <clears throat> we, I mean, if we, if we don't, we could just let his ex kill him. I mean, that's also an option, so. You see Melia's eyebrows raise. <laughs> I don't think she would be against it. My new girlfriend seems very prone to this idea. I think we will let her uh, do what she... Pardon? What? Uh, Harkos, you said something. I, I didn't quite catch oh, that last oh, part. Did I? I thought it was outside of game. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know I know, I used the voice and everything, but it was more of an internal monologue that made its way out, Turnal. And, well, um, since we're here... <laughs> There is a priest. The whole town's in attendance. (laughs) (laughs) 
Ladies Harko's, and gentlemen, Harko's may I present to you of, uh... episode five, part two. <laughs> Harko's just got taken out of deep freeze and he's having trouble controlling the volume of his voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> We want to bring more media into this. You see, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, where's the ring, Lancelot? Like, that was another office quote. I need to stop. Uh, Jesus, <clears throat> here to take you back. I, I love you. Where's the ring? What? Where's the ring, Lancelot? Okay. Anyway, uh, eat a butt. <laughs> anyway, I. Uh, so yeah, I, I let Jorik know that we kind of got to deal with some non the the man previously known as Tin Leaf business, mm. the artist formerly known as Tin Leaf. Well, um, I don't know if you know this or not. He he actually is quite the artist. He painted all those by himself, all those that were up in that entryway. Like he did all those. Okay, thank you, Jorik. That'll be enough. I'm we'll just see saying, you at your office. I mean, they were a little creepy, but well, he yep. did paint them. A, a little creepy is an understatement. Thank well, you. I mean, they're, aren't they creepier now? They're, with No, because the they're faces in a pile. Scratched but off. They're and, a, they're, but they're not on the wall anymore. But And with but, his nasty face scratched out, it makes it easier to focus on Melora in the, in the background of them all. Melora? Uh, listen, motherfucker. <laughs> I have had... <laughs> A very long time. <laughs> like, we're this, all here anyways. This is, it's this all right. Is, Even is, Twitter was here for a night last week. This is this is this is going ways. Very I mean it, we've we've had a, maybe ten minutes. It's been maybe ten minutes. And it's been so much of a problem already. Let's just let's just pretend I said the right name. Yeah, yeah, that's you did say the right because name. Because if it's, yeah if 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 we want to be perfectly honest, I almost called her Eilina, and I knew that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I fixed it to the wrong thing, okay? Well, I like it. I like it both ways. It's all right. Ken started talking about Pelora, and then I got an M. Uh, l- listen. What? You said Melia. It's fine. Yeah, I definitely said Mela. So, <laughs> we... There's so many world bridges... Uh, it's it all meets in one big knot, you dumbass. It, it does. Anyway, We're all here. Oh I God. hate everything that's happening. Personal game and uh, podcast uh, game and previous games are all blending together. Again, okay. Twitter Twitter was right here okay. with us last week. Shut your mouth. We're gonna take <laughs> we're gonna take five seconds. Audience, we're very sorry. I am having trouble myself following this. I'm sure future me is going to have one hell of a time following this. We're gonna rein it in. We're going to do our best to be better. We're going to fail at it because we're us. And we're going <laughs> to apologize a second time at the end. That's so an accurate statement. This is this is the longest five seconds of your life. We're, we're reining it in. <laughs> See, that's the horse getting pulled back as we tug on those reins. And Jorik, get the fuck out of here. We're going to take douchebag to the wall because I'm not going to use names anymore in case I screw them up again. We're going to take, <laughs> take Tiny and Cigar out of town. You know, it was kind of rude for you to just tell me to get the fuck out, but that's fine. 
I'm the one having visions of fucking gods and shit. And just tell me. I don't know. Yeah. Anthony's having visions too, and that's kind of a problem. God damn. No. Sorry. Jork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a wonderful night. We'll, we'll meet you in your office. Okay. Trevor. Uh, get the twerp. Got him. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> Jork. We'll meet you in your office. Trevor. Get the twerp. There. It was in game. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've I've got him. Yes, I love it so much. <laughs> Trevor, I think I need an Advil. <laughs> oh man, my cranium is on fire, <laughs> and not the fake fire like the illusionist made me think, <laughs> but real fire of the inside variety. All right, so we start marching, Alien, out of town. Uh, okay, so you, you, the two of you walk well, up. Brad's probably dragging him, but you know what I mean. The, the two I of you, uh, dragging. Uh, after parting ways with Jorik, uh, walk back up to the altar, and Melia uh, has has unchained Elian, and uh, that he he stands there just kind of staring at you. He, he he looks haggard as shit. Like he he he's he looks rough. It, Please don't, don't, don't be rough with me. Oh, no, not at all. We just want to escort you outside of town, Mr. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't believe we caught your last name. Oh, ouch. It's real mean, guys. Yes, says the one that was going to trap us in the mine. I'm, I'm just... But I didn't refer to you by your surname. I didn't do it because mm. we got out of them quick enough. Yes, I could have done it. Could have done it if I wanted to, but I didn't. Do, do we need to find um, Marcus and get some things to make you stop speaking? I'm just telling you, it could have been a lot worse. So could what happened to you? Okay. <laughs> the fight the fight in Jorg's office did not have to go pleasantly. Alright, take me. Take me to the gate. I won't drag him. Go ahead, go ahead. Walk on your own feet. Oh, 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 thank, thank you. Mm-hmm. Enough with the dramatics, let's go. <laughs> He does it the whole way. Uh, I'm going to hyperventilate myself. <laughs> okay, so uh, do, you, do you lead him or do you let him walk the way? Um, We'll, we'll stay behind him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, he, he takes a few steps ahead of you. Uh, Melia kind of falls into line behind you to to walk him out and uh, produces a bell from her from her pocket. Shame. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. She just does it once and then puts it away for the joke. Uh, so you walk him to the edge of town uh, and the gate guard that you 
you initially met upon first arrival in Iron's Edge is standing there awaiting the opening. Uh, but as you walk up, you see he goes over to uh, the gate and pushes it open and awaits you. Hey, and we're taking Elian uh, and and Cigar, yes? No, 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 and, no, no. Cigar was not banished. Oh. Yeah, Ansigar wasn't banished. Ansigar is also still locked up in the manor. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, when we get out the gates, I'll cut his ropes. He kind of, like, does that rub his wrist thing that, you know, people do, who you know, that stereotypical thing, and he looks Ooh. up. Huh? You can you continue. Sorry, I had a thought. Oh, you continue. Uh, he does that, that thing, and he looks up at you, and he's kind of... It looks like he's he wants to say something, but he's unsure. Go on. He he kind of leans in and he whispers, "You know, I could I could make both of you very very wealthy." I'm gonna punch him. Oh, God. go ahead and roll an attack. Let's see how hard it hits. Like I like if he leans in, it's gonna be a gut shot. Because I don't want to try to hit him in the face, obviously. Um, that's a 19 on the die. Oh, okay. So, uh, pretty, pretty solid. So, pretty solid hit, then. Uh, right, so you, you gut punch him. And kind of falls down to a knee and then gets himself back up after a tremendous amount of effort after that hit. You would think you would have learned by now. It's just making an offer. Ugh. Would you like another? I no. Oh, okay, I got it. Uh, but before before this escalates to a point where my my idea will be null and void, Harkos is going to interject, and he's going to look over at the guard. He's going to go, "Um, Sir K," because <laughs> Jorik said that's his name. Um, can you hold? Um, Elian here for for a moment for me. Do not do not let him leave. Trevor, can you can you help? Not let him leave for a brief moment, please. Okay. Mm. Yes. Okay. Uh, I I I have I have a I have a two step thing that I need to initiate real quick. So Harkos, I would like to uh like bullet train my way uh back to um. The church, because that's where Melia was. I don't know if she's still there. She followed I, I, you. I, she she oh, followed so the walk. Is she is she with us all the way up like, there? Like she hasn't crossed outside of the gate, but she's standing on the other side of the gate. Okay, so I'm just going to turn around to Melia and tell her that I need to borrow um, the keys to the, the 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 estate rooms, please. She, she for a moment, and I will bring them right back. Are are you going to make a nest out of these two? It is not nighttime, so you you have uh, my my promise that I will not be making a nest at this point in time. <laughs> it was meant as more of a playful joke, but yes, okay, yeah, you can have oh. them. Ha <laughs> ha! You're quite funny. 
Sorry, did did, so, did did I not change my tone enough? I, I apologize. <laughs> nope, I'm just a bird. <laughs> okay, so she she pulls the, the, the pulls a little ring of keys. Very much. She she pulls a little ring of keys out of her pocket and hands them over to you. Okay, I'm gonna take them. Now I'm gonna bullet train to her house. Whoa. Okay, you're there. That <laughs> look at that. Fucking worked. Um, <laughs> I would like, uh, I'm going to go inside, guards permitting. Presumably I can get inside. Yeah. Okay. um, I want to go to the butler's room. Okay. He's there. I'm uh, going to unlock it. I'm going to tell him, "Um, I I need you to to come with me. He kind of just looks at you confusedly for a moment. Uh, Cocks his head a little bit. I, I can't guarantee it, but I have a feeling you're really going to want to come with me. Please. Okay. Uh, so he he uh, he he looks at you and he he kind of cocks his head to the side again, and uh, but he holds his arms out that like, he, like he's still he's for still me to cuff them. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. No, no, that that will not be necessary. Like if if anything, there's part of me that thinks he holds his arms out, and Harkos is gonna go, no, no, oh, I understand, and Harkos is just going to grab one of his hands, like to hold it and lead him like a child. <laughs> and you you begin doing that, and he kind of like shakes his hand free of you, and and kind of shoots you a look a little bit, and then just walks behind you. Okay, I'm gonna take him all the way back to the gate. Okay, do the noise. <laughs> okay, you're there. <laughs> I like that I'm the sound effects guy that I could totally add this in post but I'm doing it now <laughs> live sort of um, I also like that that Harkos gained group teleport shut up it wasn't a group teleport we you walked took a person with you we walked okay I hastily shuffled um, so upon reaching the edge of town. I'm going to turn to the butler guy and I'm going to tell him, be like, as we stated before, we have no issues with you, but Melia has stated that you are quite loyal to Elian and he has been banished from Iron's Edge. I do not want any sore feelings within the Tinleaf Manor, or with you in general, because you you were kind to Trevor and myself. So, if you would like to go with Elian, you can. However, Elian, as we are doing you this kindness, I ask for one in return. Because presumably Elian wants a lackey. He, he's staring at you. Elianus, like expectantly? Yeah. I would like information if you have it, and I'm going to hope that being as you don't have much to gain and I am bearing this olive branch of sorts that I can trust your word. I need to know who 
if uh, uh, I need to know who. Um, <laughs> that's definitely how it happened. <laughs> I need to know who. So uh, sorry. I need to know whom. If you are aware, you were selling the Dragon Rock to in the capital. His eyes I, get wide. Do you know the muffin man? Do you know who <laughs> your buyer was? Give me just a second. Okay. Ken's either got a fake name written down that he has to find or a real name. Either way, it's information. I, I have multiple things written down. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're all fake. It's all behind the curtain. I need I need a moment he, he really just like he's mulling this over hard there's I'll give you one piece of information for him and I'll give you another for supplies so we don't go hungry. I believe that can be arranged. <laughs> you seem so un unhappy about it. <laughs> like, mm. I don't necessarily like being nice to him, but I mean, he was just mad with power. It's not really his fault, but he's still a dickwad. <laughs> Is it a deal? You have my word. And Harkos is going to put out his hand. He grudgingly puts his hand out and takes it. I'm going to squeeze just a little too hard. <laughs> he has a very weak handshake. Fucking dead fish little yeah, piece yeah, pretty of much. trash. Uh, okay. So, I did not he, he gets in close again. He's not wanting to say this too loud. Yeah. I did not work directly with the capital. It was not that kind of arrangement. There was always a middleman. And his name was Zariel. And the shipments that contained the rock... They were always sent to a town called Aramor. And that is where you should be able to find him. It's... Do, do, do you know where Aramor is? Well, of course I know where... Where is Aramor? Uh, <laughs> go ahead and roll a... Uh, Roll like an intelligence or a history check. See if you know off the top of your head where it's at. Either of you could do this. I'm assuming both of you are listening. I thought he was oh, quiet uh, enough. Yeah. I wouldn't hear him. I got an 18 on the die and I got a plus one. So I got a 19. Did you say history? Yeah. Trevor was never good at history. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking rich boy. He didn't need maps. He just made pots. <laughs> I got a seven in total. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you have, you've never even heard of this city, uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, 
my girlfriend's from Aramore. My cobalt girlfriend that she's on this pirate ship. She she's from Aramore. See, <laughs> you say that, and then you get this like the the feathers on the back of your neck rise, and you turn and see Melia, and she has like one eyebrow raised while she's looking at you. Oh, don't worry, she's fake. She's completely made up. I just I just made her up to make the monks think I was cool. It did not work. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> my life. Uh, so you you do know that, uh, and this is, this is probably information that's come to you from uh, the pirates that you spoke with that you probably heard this place mentioned. It is a, a pretty seedy uh, city that there's uh, it, it's nice on the outside but it has like a rotten core kind of thing gotcha uh, that there's a lot of uh, back alley deals and, and a lot of like black market underground stuff that goes on uh, but it's uh, it, it's it's a port along the ley lines that a lot of uh, it's a it's a pretty popular stop along the railways and because of all that, like, trade going on there, that the pirates tended to go there to try to get rid of, uh, you know, like, there's fences and stuff that people can try to, you know, put goods off on. So the, you've definitely heard of it, and you kind of know its reputation a little bit. Okay. So, and then I will, I will, uh, yes, I've, I've heard of Aramore. The, we would always send the shipments. They would be labeled as samples for the uh, for the capital to, to look over and to inspect our goods, but we we always hid crates that had the rock in it that we sent with a special sigil. It was it was the tin leaf coat of arms. I see. Amelia never knew about that part. She didn't know that I used the sigil for that that sort of business. Huh. Uh. Well, I'm sure she won't like it, but it may be of use to us now. I'm... Is, is that all? That's... It's all the information that I have to give. I will go arrange for your supplies to be delivered to you at this gate. Go ahead and roll a roll an insight. Okay. That's a natural twenty plus two. He, Man, nice. <laughs> he he's hiding something else. You can tell from the way that he said that that there's there's something there that he's not saying. Okay, so so since since I've ar- I've already said things and everything, and I, I roll it afterwards, this is this is how we're gonna play it. So I say I will go see about getting you some supplies. But you know, it would it would probably be easier for you to find somewhere to go if I were able to get you a week's worth of supplies rather than just this evening's dinner. So maybe if you were completely forthcoming. Instead of hiding things from us, you you might think that you're quite clever because you were able to hide things from your city, but you also hid inside your manor, so no one was really digging. We are digging, sir. 
he he's looking at you like he's he's getting that like debate going on again. Uh, it would be very cruel to force us to keep your friend here in Iron's Edge as well. I'm going to roll something for him here really quick. I don't like using this guy's life as bartering <laughs> material. I'm going to make him miserable because you're being a dickhead. And cigar. He was. He was supposed to meet Wazario with the next shipment. I see. I... No one ever told me what about, but that was part of this next deal, was to make sure that Ansigar went along. When exactly was this next deal? A week from yesterday. Are you certain that that is everything this time? That's all that I have. Okay, then. So as I, um, I am going to turn to, to go to get somebody to get some supplies together for them. Um, but as Harkos turns to leave, He's going to peek back over his shoulder and go, oh, yes, and then go back and lean in close to Elian. How aware were you that the product you were smuggling out of your city is being used to create dragons? Uh, he looks bum, bum, bum. terrified. <laughs> that's what I wanted I, I didn't want him to have information about that I wanted him to feel like a piece of shit I wanted him to shit his pants while he's out there on the road he did not wear the brown pants <laughs> hmm. I, it would appear that the I, money meant more to you than information I, there's there's no way you can't just you can't just make a dragon Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The, the, the coldness that hit me the other day says otherwise. That's not... Dragon Rock, Leyline Magic. Things are happening on this continent. I just wanted, before we part ways, for probably, hopefully the last time, I wanted you to know what you were helping happen here. I'll go get you your food. Um. Dun, 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 hey. He he looks like he's uh, like kind of welling up with tears as you're saying that and walking away. But, like, he kind of maintains his composure. Good for him. <laughs> I'm going to stand there hammer in hands in case he decides to be not so smart. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk with whoever I need to get him. Like I said, like a week's worth of stuff together for him and the butler. I want. I'm going to give the butler nicer stuff just just as like just to make it canon. I'm going to specifically like make a little uh, a giant lunch sack for each of them. <laughs> they each and get the butler's is going to be full the... of like yeah, trundle or yeah, whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. I think no, it's it's no, a, it's, no, a no, it's it's a yeah, trundle's the underneath the bed thing. It's like a bindle. Yeah, I got nothing. Yep. I think it's a bindle. Me neither. Words are hard. <laughs> All right, so uh, you, yeah, Bindle. Yeah, it's a Bindle. Hey, <laughs> we, we googled at the same time. <laughs> uh, okay, so you are able to to get some supplies together to to give to Ansigar or not Ansigar uh, to Elian. Whoa. Whoa, I most certainly do not. <laughs> uh, you, you get some supplies together to give to Elian uh, and the and the butler. You get nicer stuff for the butler. We will allow that in within the <laughs> canon. Uh, and uh, take it back out to him. Okay. I'm going to bring it, and I'm going to make sure I give Elian his and the butler his, and I'm going to make sure I tell the butler that um, I do apologize that we did have to lock you up for the time that we did, and I hope whatever choices you make going forward make you happiest in the end. Goodbye. It's almost cold. 
I'm not totally thrilled that dude's fucking off with Elian. Like I get I get loyalty is loyalty, but like man <laughs> dude aligned improperly. Well, maybe there's more there that you don't know. There probably is. But uh so he he takes the they both take the the satchels of of supplies. Uh Oh, Limbus bread. I and <laughs> They're taking Elian to Isengard. I uh, so they Jesus. Oh god. I uh, So they take their they take their stuff and Elian looks at Melia and he he looks like he's thinking about saying something and he kind of has that look in his eye like he's he's thinking something real deep and then he just turns and starts walking away. And the butler very shortly follows him. Right. That's been dealt with. I believe Jorik had some pressing information, apparently. Uh, so, uh, Harkos, go ahead and give me a uh, perception check. God damn it. What did I do to you? Good answer. Motherfucker. 19 plus 2, 21. Uh the, the butler, stop complaining. The, the butler I'm sorry. trades packs with uh with Elian after uh, as they walk away. I, I I saw that coming from a mile <laughs> away anyway. Like I knew even if you didn't tell me. My headcanon was that so the first time they sit down and the butler saw he had nicer shit, he was going to fucking fork it up. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's why he's my friend and Elian's not. All right. So uh, do you head back to the barracks to meet with uh, Jorik? Yes. Do you take anyone else with you or just the two of you? Uh, I'd invite Melia. Okay. You know, all things considered, maybe we should we probably go really scoop sp- everybody up. I was gonna say we haven't yeah. spoke to Puffles. And, <laughs> it's and, it's uh, been a minute. Well, yeah. for you and I, it's been a minute. We saw Puffles earlier today when, when dealing with the priest. God, Puffles and Selena should time should is difficult. Be Selena, we have it. I also want Phil. You want Phil? Okay. Yeah. So you want to. You you want to get the get, old gang back together? B, we're gonna get the B yeah. team back together minus Ansigar. Okay, sure you don't want to bring him. There's part of me that wants to drag him in and interrogate him in front of everyone, also, but I feel like that will be far less effective than in a small confined space surrounded by Brad, myself, Shadow, and maybe a spider. Selena doesn't have to be there; she can be outside the door. I don't really want Marcus there, but I feel like Marcus has some intimidation power over Ansigar at this point. Yeah, and I kind of like it. <laughs> Or maybe maybe Marcus is Ansigar's kink. Who knows? Anyway, yeah. um, yeah. uh, so we need the B team. So Shadow, Puffles, Selena, Marcus, Solarcus, um, and I want to I want to bring Phil along. So he like last time, except this time I'm sober. I want to give him the option to tag along if he would like to go. Okay, I uh, so just for the the sake of speed. Uh, let's, uh, let's just say you gather, you, you, you go and snag Phil, uh, 
Selena, Marcus, and Puffles because you're already meeting Jorik and uh, Melia was already with you. Melia already, she goes ahead and, and just heads off to Jorik. They have other business that they need to talk about now that she's in control. So, S- so quick sidebar. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this is mainly a conversation to have for Brad. Brad? Yeah? Um, do... do so presumably we're about to go have a meeting about storming the downstairs. Uh-huh. Do do we want to invite Nigel to this meeting? Solid uh. answer. <laughs> uh do, you you do you know who Nigel is, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course i yeah um. handle more mustache he was the sergeant uh that you guys met with uh when you first got into town he's the guy who made us do the sparring matches yeah yeah oh eh. so uh, in in my mind it's like jorick than him as far as like people in charge of arms and by arms i mean armed people I'm just saying, eh. to, like, we we bring him in there, not necessarily to bring him along in case he has any promising fodder to send with us. <laughs> which, eh. is, which is very rude of me to say. I don't know. I think I think the B team's pretty solid. OK, that's fine. It just crossed my mind as we were rounding people up and I wanted to bring it up to the other half of the group. All right, Ken, we're back. Uh, don't worry about what we talked about. It's not important. Oh, uh, so we're continuing. <laughs> we're con- <laughs> I was I was back on the hub. I didn't hear what you all were saying. <laughs> oh, God. Well, are they boy. sponsoring us yet? They never got back to me. Um, so we're going to see Jorick. Uh yeah, Jorick. Okay, so you gather up. Uh, you know what? I mean, I've meant to ask, who's the A team then? If you are the B team, I don't know, but Cassie's dad was on it. Oh, okay. Uh, ow. <laughs> what? Why? Why ow? ow. It's, he's not your dad. Nope. Your dad's rich and alive, as far as you're aware. Oh. <laughs> that, that laugh spells something bad for trevor hey trevor you remember that uh you remember that urn you made for jork's grandma you gotta need another one um okay so you gather up the rest of the b team uh plus phil b team plus phil uh phil's an honorary b team well, member, member just because he didn't decide not to go He's he's got an honorary diploma. It doesn't mean much, but it makes him feel good. <laughs> uh, so you you gather up the B team plus Phil, and I'm sticking with that. So, uh, because he fine he's he's uh under leveled for for this section now. Uh, not with his fucking level ten power sword. He's not. I nope. uh, damn it! Shouldn't have made that joke. <laughs> Should not have made that joke. <laughs> okay. That was another one of those like weird office references that I made early that I've come to regret. <laughs> uh, so you, uh, you head to the, to the barracks uh, and you, you side eye Nigel who looks pleadingly at you, but you, you walk past right past him. Uh, 
And oh, <laughs> see what you did, Trevor. <laughs> you see what you fucking did? <laughs> fucking rude. Uh, you get into, and so you head back to Jorik's office, uh, which is uh, very full of people right now. But I bet uh, Jorik has laid out on his uh, on his desk a map that has been drawn over and drawn over and drawn over and drawn over as more and more uh, paths have been made into the mine shafts and uh, as more areas have been breached. And so he's actually gone and he 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 cleared the section that you already went into that and disrupted the uh, uh, disrupted the ritual that was going on. And you can see with the overlay of the map that you really were like directly underneath Iron's Edge when you were in that, when you were in that section. Uh, But you can see that it does continue on, that there is a section further down that path. Uh, that, Which is the hallway we probably loosely explored and then hightailed it the fuck out of there. Yes, yes, this is true. Uh, so that's there. And then there's two other main shafts that go off from, from there. Uh, and they both, uh, as you know, that this was the, the, the one that you went into before is the oldest one. These two others are a little newer uh, you went down the middle shaft that uh, when you chased the uh, you chased the priest and you can see that it kind of leads down more towards like the center of the mountain. And then the third shaft uh, climbs up into the mountain deeper, like deeper up. So it, it kind of covering all bases Uh it looks like that there's also plans that they were being hatched to start another shaft uh, that would have gone even lower than the old shaft so that they could get deeper underneath the mountain. Uh, but that was not that project was not started yet. So he has all this laid out uh, and he and uh, Melia are kind of looking over them and uh, discussing because she was more or less out of the loop on what exactly was happening because of Elian kind of taking over everything. Uh, so she's getting mm-hmm. caught up with what has happened and what has been cleared, what has been done. Uh, and then which sections that they know have been more active, blah, blah, blah. Like that. Uh, I'm not meaning to ch- kind of rush that, but you know, that it's information. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, but you walk in with the rest of the B team and uh, Jorik kind of stands up on top of his chair to get at more even eye line with all of you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, talk to, uh, talk to Lathander. And, uh, he, he gave me a sign and told me that the only way that we can truly save Iron's Edge here is to completely purge the mine. The, he, he said that the corruption runs deep and it needs to be burned out so that new life can grow. Oh dear. Right. So we don't have 
an army, but we have a lot of people that have come to find their fortune, I guess, or just just try to make a living. I, You know, there's so many different reasons for so many different people, but when you put all of that together, you got a pretty good, solid standing militia. And I think that if we can focus our efforts in enough of a way that I, I think that we could just wave through the mine and completely clear it and from 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 toe to tip. Because that's the only way that we can know. And nobody here will feel safe if if we just let things go how they have been. It just I can't let these people keep on living that life. If if we do this, I realize that the people who who came at the behest of Elian's advertisement already volunteered in a way. But if if we're to do this by forming some sort of mass militia, as you said, I would like us to be as transparent as possible without too much extra leaking out that doesn't need to and give everyone the choice because I mean having been down there most of us ourselves the odds are very high that not everyone will come back out well that was kind of part of the gig when everybody came here they they knew that this was going to be dangerous and the offer still stands, but I mean, anyone who doesn't want to go is more than welcome to leave. We're not, we didn't conscript people. We asked, we asked for help. Yes, I, I agree. I just, I want us to bring everyone together and let them know that it's no longer defending the city that we're doing. We are actively we're no longer on the defense. We are playing the offense and we are taking it to them, which I'm sure, as I said, most of our volunteers will be more than happy to do. I just personally would feel better if we don't, if, if we just let them know that it's no longer, we're waiting for them to come into the city. We're snuffing all of them out. Oh, uh, that that being said, do we have enough to leave people to guard the city also? Well, the, I think that uh, it, from my discussions with Melia, that her, uh, the, the tin leaf, like, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, and now it, it's late, and I haven't slept. Uh, uh, I guess we'd call them like a royal guard, like the personal guard of the tin leaf. A state can stay in uh, stay in Iron's Edge and and keep it safe while everybody else strikes down into the mine. Does does that sound okay? Or are you like kind of thinking it over? I I think that sounds fine. Uh, agreed.
But this is this is the thought that I had. So we've got three shafts that need to be covered. And if we burn them out of one, they're going to flee to the other. So I think that we need to hit everything at once. So we know that this, the, the shaft that the, the, the quote unquote B team went down already has been mostly taken care of. Uh, that it, from the reports that Puffles and Selena gave me when they came back, uh, that there's just a small section that, that needs to be purged. So we send a small force down that way uh, to, to make sure that the rest of that gets done. And then we have two others. We have the, we have the heart and then we have the height. And from all of the reports that we've been able to get and initial information from when the first attack came, the that one, the, the heart, is where the corruption's strongest point is, where, where these creatures truly gather. So, and then we have the height, which goes up the mountain. And I will personally lead going up into the mountain. And then the rest of you will go to the heart and stab it. This sounds like a solid plan. Yes, I, I agree. The question is, who do we send to lead the ones going into the old shaft? Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Um. Oh, man. So, Brad, if... Presumably, uh, we pick from the B team to take one person to be the leader of the other squadron. Now, of the B team, not that any of us are less than the others, um... Selena and Melia are probably our two strongest. Right. So, uh, like, not including playable characters. Like, I'm not going to have, like, me go do a thing and you go do a thing because that's just, it's a headache waiting to happen. Just in terms of game mechanics, I mean, all of them are not, they're not as strong as you. None of them are. I mean, that's, yeah, of course. Of course. You know, they they all have their strong points, but they're they're not you. You know, I'm not going to make but I'm not going to make these NPCs it, like blow you out of makes, the water. You know, it makes it makes for confusing enough combat to do split party stuff on that kind of a scale 
in real life, let alone trying to do it over a recording. I'm not going to try and force it on you or our audience. So as long as Brad and I can avoid those types of situations, I'm sure we will. So that's why I'm not including... Uh, uh, I mean, technically, I guess Trevor and Harkos could lead that squadron and we could send the NPCs into the big crazy heart. But I don't think that's what Jorik meant when he said that our team should go to the heart and deal with it. I don't want to bitch out from the big fight. I actually I was I was going to argue if Jorik was like, no, um, you go to the height. No, I'll go sacrifice myself. Like, no, nah, no, nah, bitch. I need the EXPs. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to make I'm going to make lots of golds stabbing that heart. So I don't. Again, nothing against Puffles, but just because he rolls so shitty. <laughs> You're not fucking wrong either. <laughs> Poor Puffles. <laughs> for, for whatever reason, I would feel safer if he stayed with us so we could protect him as long as we can. And either send Selena, because Selena didn't roll too well on her attacks, but so like there's there could be problems there in theory like obviously we're not going to be doing like ken might do one master role for the situation but he's not gonna be doing like a bunch of fucking battle rolls so i know that's a little meta and doesn't make a ton of sense but selena did okay on her own as far as like her being stealthy and stuff and she's got marcus so that's a plus in her corner melia is just a badass but i think one of them uh need to be sent down the other tunnel now it is presumably less inhabited, so it should be simpler. But I think those are our two options. I mean, really, what you're well, getting at is that there's two he's different approaches die. to it. There is the the uh, I obviously they're both you know they they both have some of the same coin to them, but uh, Melia is going to be much more of a tactical like stealthy approach to to doing it and then selena is going to be a little bit more of a a like a straight offensive so it's it's up to you which one i mean if that's if it's down to one of those two it's up to you on which one you think would be the better approach down there God, I think we send Melia. Yeah, yeah, me too. Because I, I think the random NBC team should do their best to be more tactical. Yeah, even if it is, and and she'll she'll uh, keep them from charging in and making stupid decisions. Yeah, even if it is allegedly a lighter group of bad guys, I don't think charging in would be the best idea. Um, and plus sending selena again is also sending two people because marcus does do his fair share but with 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 like what ken pointed out with her being more of a run and gun i think she'd be better off with us because you and i are going to do that enough on our own so we might as well keep all the stupid in one corner (laughs) correct all right so we will make that suggestion that Oh, based on our experience, the first time in the mines, I, I think our best choice would probably be Melia. Not only is she a, a leader outside of town, but she did quite well pulling us together while Ansigar fell apart. 
she she looks over to you and she gets a little bit of a smile and she nods at you. All right. So sorry. B team. We know what we need to do. We have a monster in front of us. And we need to take out its legs. Its brain. And its heart. So let's get it. And that is where we call it for tonight. Feeling feeling good? Yep. Yeah. Pretty pretty damn good. All right. Well, hey, thank you everybody for joining us at our You're welcome. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Thank you listeners for joining us at our table. We are always happy to pull a chair up for you. And if you would like us to be your kind and subservient beautiful little warlocks, please become our patron on Patreon. You can find us at uh, by searching for Rolling in the Geek on the Patreon website. There's multiple tiers with multiple different kind little gifts that we offer up to you because we're your kind little warlocks. Because you're our Because you're our patron. Uh, it, choose the one that works for you. Choose the one that looks like it would be interesting. We've got all kinds of little things in the works and nice little nifty gifties for each tier. <laughs> nifty gifties. I like yeah, that one. That's that's <laughs> office too. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm a whore. Uh, so Brad, whore. where can our patrons get in touch with us? And everybody, not just the patrons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's not uh, let's not keep people away. <laughs> Although you all should be our patrons, because 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 we love you. We we are and our polyamorous with our patronage. Ooh, I got a shiver. <laughs> Jennifer, Anyways, Jennifer's gonna be so mad at me. <laughs> You can subscribe to us on our website at ritgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek or on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter. If you want to talk to three guys who have faces made for podcasting, feel free to tag us at Rollin' the Geek. That's R-O-L-L-I-N-T-H-E-G-E-E-K. Thank you very much, Brad, for that rousing appeal. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> this Nick. week you are the sound. Yeah. <laughs> Coming off as creepy sexy again. I like it. Give, give it to me again. Let me have it. Woo. Mm. Come on. In honor of right the here. in honor of the, the quest that you were about to embark on. Yes, you are the deep stalking ranger of sound. I love it. You delve into the deepest and darkest parts of our recordings. Yes, he does. And 
purge <laughs> the monsters that lie within. Uh, Can you? I know. I know you're saying it this way, but now all I'm picturing a sexy voice can <laughs> telling me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let me get getting close to the microphone for this. Oh my God. I can't even keep a straight face. Nick, you are the deep stalker <laughs> ranger of sound. Please, I, fi- I feel it. something fun to go out on. Oh, I, I will. So, on this week's ASMR episode of Rolling in the Geek, um, here I figured I figured you'd all like this sound. Yeah, that's that's the paper that I write my parodies on. Oh, I use the darkest of ink. Um, so I, I want this as a Twitter snippet. It, it has to happen. You're gonna pre- you're gonna thing. you're gonna need a couple of them because it's a few minutes now. Uh, oh God. Um. So, a couple things. First of all, uh, we've we've gone places since then. But I just I want to point out, Brad does that faces for podcasting thing every once in a while and if if y'all don't already know from some of the stuff we post on twitter and everything i do work in radio and i gotta say like it we're 19 episodes in stuff still hurts sometimes like it stings <laughs> like i get i get where he's coming off but I, I take it personal like i i work in radio which is like podcasting but more policed much more policed <laughs> and you know it, it hurts it hurts a little bit um, i love you dick uh-huh. I love you. I do. So it's just my favorite one. I'm sorry. <laughs> it makes me a little proud that I'm the one that threw that one out there. Like, uh, we, you know, we, we we went into this with the we're gonna swap this up every episode, and I failed hardcore like three episodes in. So, <laughs> I've stuck I mean, true to the, the different to, to changing up Sound Wizard. Stuck to yeah. it. Yeah. Oh man, of my word. So, yep. It's going to be a hootie who from Harkos and Nick. Um, <sighs> I am very fine, teen, that this is episode 19 because that means that the teens, the reign of the teens are over. I can stop complaining about trying to find things to rhyme with all the teen numbers and I can start bitching about rhyming things that are in the 20s. Speaking of which, there will be uh, plenty of things to talk about in episode 20. So, <laughs> Yay! words happen and things go places. This week, uh, for our song, we're visiting, once again, a familiar household. Um, not one that you might immediately think when I say that. I just try I try to be as vague as possible just to keep us out of any lawyer's line of sight. Um, <laughs> so we are going to be visiting a home that we've gone to before, and I, I hope it goes well. This one's just kind of random and out there, but I wanted to write another song about Trevor and Harco specifically. And as my brain does, I made it mostly about Harcos anyway. So <laughs> without further ado. Here we go. Trevor and Harkos. What a wonderful team. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. You don't know where I'm going. Yes, you do. 
<laughs> Trevor and Harkos. Catch them on Fridays. They'll take all your worries and rush them far away. <laughs> it's our two best guys. Trevor sometimes lies. <laughs> it's Trevor and Harkos. <laughs> So, here's 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 where it gets very about Harkos. Why? When he was a young owlet. When I was a young owlet. Very nice. Thanks. He found his appearance lacked a certain appeal. He could clear a meditation room with a face reveal. I'm a real nice bird. But the feral beast you see. And it hurts that not everyone's like Cassie. And oh, the names. They called him names. Made me feel so lame. Oh, why is he so lame? Every time that I got called Harkos. Not during the ending song. Oh, sorry. But do Trevor and Harkos, da, 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 such a wonderful team. Trevor and Harkos, the friendship reigns supreme. They mean to save us from all the bad guys' regime. Yeah, sing it, Ken. There are starting to our favorite crew, Trevor and Harkos. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you. I, I figured you would have fed me a line there for me to say. You, you kind of, you were leading into it a little bit. Well, I, I, I thought about it. I thought about giving you that, but I didn't want to put you on the spot. But in the in the actual song that I ripped off, they go, "Yeah, sing it, kid." And then I was like, "But if you listen the right way, it just sounds like Ken." So I was like, "I'll throw I'll throw Ken's name in there." <laughs> Trevor and Harkos. Trevor and Harkos. Trevor. Because they say Akuna Matata a lot. Not that that's the song I was singing. <laughs> stop in the recording. Hit and stop. Stop it. <laughs> yes. Yes, thank you. It is it is I, uh, awesome, super talented man. <laughs> this is what I do. Okay, now. Give them the monologue. For whenever there is trouble within this here town city, I will be there to call on the powers of Rolling in the Geek to best the bad guy. I will always be there to help you, whether you're in a dark alley or a well-lit room in front of a TV camera. I will be there always there to help for justice and fame and fortune, but mostly justice, a little bit of fame. I am always there to help you, the people. It is what I want and what I need. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? 
elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.